Okay. So welcome to this opportunity to go home inside, just to go home. Whatever the mind is presenting is just chitter-chatter anyway. Rather than resisting the mind or trying to change it, see if you can just sink to some deeper part, part inside yourself. And it might happen that the volume of your mind turns down. If it doesn't, don't worry about it. If you start fighting with your mind, you will lose. It's about taking your attention away from it. Let your attention drop deep within. Have no expectations. The mind is a story-making machine. That's its job. Everything it has to, to say is a story. Everything. And most of the stories are insignificant. Very few are actually useful. place of rest. There's no story. There's no story.
See if you can let almost all of your attention in that deeper, still place that's inside. And as though you can take 10 or 15% of your attention and use that to hear what's being said. See if you can, like, almost divide your, <coughs> your bandwidth of attention so that more than three quarters of it is inside, but you've just enough, just enough connection to the outside world to be able to know what's going on. So that there's some awareness that's outside of the stories and only what is required for functioning. <coughs> it's quite minimal actually, what's required for functioning. There are a few different ways we can approach this work. And one of them is to see where do you believe the stories? What is it in life that is a trigger for 100% of your attention being in the story? And the idea that there would be stillness behind or beneath all of that is just rubbish because this is what's happening and it's really important and I think and I want that. So when there's no access to that which is outside of story, this is worth checking out. That's one way to do non-duality to do non-dual work. What is so potent? What's the drug that makes me completely believe my story? I'm lost in it because the story is real. What are those things, those triggers? Another way is to look at perception. <clears throat> because you're, you're looking at the world or viewing the world, perceiving the world 
from what you really are. So if you can imagine whatever is behind your eyes, behind your ears, behind all the senses, behind your intellect, that's what you are. That's still and complete and not involved in the stories at all. But the perception gets altered and turns into a story about me. And pure perception is what arises. That's what outside of all of it does. That's the part of you that's behind where the looking is coming from. That place, pure perception comes from. Seeing things as they are without it being referring to me, without it having an importance for me in my life. Pure perceiving happens naturally from what you really are. But our beliefs come in as lenses, like, like a lens. Non-English speakers get the word lens, okay. So if you can imagine that pure perception comes from somewhere behind, let's say it's the back of your head, it actually is the back of your head, but anyway. Okay, so it comes from the upper back part of your head, pure perception. And the energetically lenses filter out the ability for pure perception to just see what's happening. It puts in an interpretation because it's about me and it means this and I'm limiting how I see this because it impacts on me or it impacts on a belief system of right and wrong. And these layers, these filters are beliefs. This is where the conditioning, when we talk about dissolving the conditioning in this work, the conditioning operates like a filter, distorting pure perception. So you end up with an interpretation of what's happening very different to what's really happening. Very different. So that's another way to look at it. What is it that's distorting your view? Pure perception, everything that's happening is just what's happening. There's no story. Unless pure perception engages the mind to participate and drops the mind once participation is done. If your perception will say, ah, mind is needed to make this phone call or to perform at work. Working mind comes in, you do your gig, whatever your profession is, your professionalism, being a friend, being a family member, whatever role is required, mind will click in and do that without it being my mind, with my ideas, with my filter. So perception can pick up the working mind, do the work, drop the working mind. End of story. No thinking mind, no all about me references need to run at all. So what lenses do you have? What beliefs do you have? Structures of right and wrong, how it should be? Expectations, desires, ideals, ideas, values. distorting pure perception which is free flowing and natural and organic and okay with all of it because what, what, well, whatever's happening is what's happening why would there be anything that rejects it but the filter lens will, will actually 
actually it should be and it shouldn't be and all of this dialogue starts huh Let's see what happens, huh? Let's see if we can pull away some lenses, pull out some filtering of pure perception. Physiologically, what happens when the truth is seen or self-realization happens or enlightenment happens, we have all these other words for, for awakening, <clears throat> is the self, and this is what scientists have, have have uh, come up with from fMRI scans from people who've seen the truth and this the it's called the DMR is it DMR default default mechanism this is menopause brain now mm -hmm. I'll tell you it's gone but anyway default mode okay so there's a default mode part of the brain which which connects information with a sense of self so everything runs by me all the information runs by me and how it impacts on me and ownership is the name of the game there and what happens with awakening is it just gets turned off spiritual practice makes it turn off this work makes it turn off and when it's turned off there is no personal I. It's just like a gobbledygook idea because the brain has shut down that way of interpreting. That filter of what's it got to do with me is gone. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a regular phenomenon, you know. It's just a, an ordinary phenomenon that happens in the brain. And for sure, in the future, you'll be able to run yourself through a machine, of course. Mm -hmm. Of course you will. It's around the corner. Maybe they're doing it already, you know. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. It's so well identified, you know, this, this strip in the brain. That you'll be able to just turn it off and, and there'll be no sense of self. But that would present its own problems. Because there's a lot of people awake who haven't done a lot of work to dissolve the ego. And it really stinks. It's like... Um, the... In a, energetically, it's like a destructive force. Do you know? Because, it, because there's these other agendas going on that haven't been cleared out. They're not owned. So try and getting rid of something if, if, you, if you know it's not you. Sure, why would you get rid of something if you know it's not you? What's the problem with it? You see? So the thing is, this is the jack approach anyway. It's like clean up. Clean up things. Clean things up. 
you know, while you can. The territory looks a little bit different post-enlightenment. And it's not as easy because you don't have all the beliefs around, I need to be like this, or it's, it's better if there isn't as much suffering in the world, or you don't have these ideas because it's all okay, it's all how it is. But phenomenally, phenomenally, the human experience is being lived. And phenomenally, it does make a difference. But you've just got this ultimate perspective because there is no personal I. So the ultimate perspective is like, it's just doing its thing. It'll work out. Everything works out. But there are particulars along the way that don't need to be so hurt or damaged. Or, you see? So this is why, hey, you know, phenomenally, why not make the world a better place? Why not, in some way, clean up your own act? Because while you believe that, or, you know, while consciousness is believing that it's own movie, there is pain, there is suffering. And of course, it ultimately doesn't matter. But when suffering is happening, it's bloody awful. It's awful, <laughs> you know? So while the bigger picture says, well, there's nothing to, to dissolve or heal, self-development, personal development makes no difference. It's like, ultimately it doesn't. But you've got to hold the micro and the macro together. That, that's how this works. If you just, you know, if it's all micro, me, my personal line, then the truth is seen and then it's all macro. It's like, that's just the same side of the coin. That's not a, a panoramic view of how it works, you know, of the detail and the expense, the detail and the expense. It's a much clearer seeing to be able to hold both in your view and know that you are neither. You see? So yes, it's not necessary to do healing work and story work. But for the sake of humanity, please, you know, it makes a difference in the world, for the world, it does, phenomenally. Yes. Can, can I ask you, you said it ultimately is neither, but surely it is, it's, it's, ultimately you are this. Outside. Yes. Yes. But I thought I heard you say, yeah. you're the micro and the macro, but ultimately you're neither. But yes. Good the, point. Right. Yes. Okay. There, there are, mm. okay, the, the Advaita, the non-duality that came from India, goes as far as being uh, the I, without the I am, just the I, the capital S self, the absolute. Now, there are various strands of Buddhism, and of course I don't know the proper titles, but but prior to that, there are studies, there are mm, no, writings about prior to that. Non the uh, Indian non-duality stops at you are that, you are, you are that. The big picture, the absolute. Mm -hmm. And they don't seem to pay much attention to beyond it. I'm not sure why. It's, my guess is that 
it serves to to set up that as a goal and to work towards it. And it's kind of for the masses, I suppose, because it's about enlightenment and that's the name of the game. Now, Buddhism, on the other hand, goes like, well, is there something that is prior to that I? And what if knowing that you are that I were stripped of the identification with that I, all of it, I, stripped with the identification of the absolute? What happens then? So then we're looking at pure spaciousness, like time-space, right? So space is more subtle. And prior to space, we're looking at the, the diversity of being and not being, both dissolve, is and is not, because the absolute is, or the absolute is not. But it's like, well, you could say that, but actually, no, it always is. So we're going prior to the possibility of is and is not. <coughs> so there are Tibetan scriptures which talk about prior to all of that. It took this Jack character ages to actually join the dots, to say, oh my God, that's what they were talking about. Because in my own case, I used to talk about prior to non-duality. It's prior to dual and non-dual. It's prior. That's the territory I was in, but I didn't have the language that's in the scriptures. I still like the prior to non-duality language, actually. So, sure, going the non-dual route and being that is like being the screen on which everything appears. That's that analogy, and that's the Indian Advaita Vedanta. Okay? That you're the screen and all the stories happen on top of it, but the screen isn't affected. What you are isn't affected. That's the absolute. There's a prior to that. There's a prior to that. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but some of us get dragged there. <laughs> yeah. So it would be a shame, you know, it would be dishonest of me to say that's the end of the game. It's not the end of the game. You know, there's, a, there's an actual prior to consciousness. Prior to consciousness itself. And then nothing can be said about that. Nothing at all can be said about prior to consciousness because scientists have said to me, it can't be. How can you even talk about prior to consciousness? And it's like, I know, I know it's nutty to talk about prior to consciousness, but I also know that it's absolutely, absolutely possible. Back there. Prior to consciousness itself. And then we don't have language. You, you know, we don't have, because we have to use consciousness to interpret it, and we, we, we've left it then. You see? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm out the front there somewhere, actually, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it's all of, a game. I, I sort, of, sort of understand what you're Great. pointing to. That's, that's all that's needed. Okay. It's just some space for it someplace in your head, mm. just so that the mind knows, like, mm. um, the backstepping that, mm. that is available. Mm. Mm -hmm. If somebody would like to get into something, the, talk about something specific, the chair is open. Or as, as it's the opening session, we can just chat. I don't mind.
but Jack, the mind can't go beyond or can't go back to behind consciousness. Correct. And then if that's the case, uh, can can you still can there still be oh, what am I trying to say? Can there still be movement? How far or, back are you? How far back? Prior to prior to consciousness. No, there's no movement there. Nothing at all that's remotely connected to phenomena. So, how can yeah? How can yeah? Yeah, how... I'm trying to say something, but I don't know what I'm trying to There isn't a word. Yes. Describing a okay, moving backwards and a journey through mm. very deep experiences. Mm. What do you use? What's your when you first started doing that? How do you how do you check inside? How do you sort of validate your experience for yourself to know that it's yes, that really was true, as opposed to that was something else other than the truth. How do you how do you validate within yourself and know what you've I really did experience that. But you see, you kind of wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. It, it, it dawns on you sometime later. Mm. Because for the, for, to really know what the experience is, then the eye must be there, auditing mm. it, checking it out, having the experience. Mm. Because, because it's like the eye is gone. So it could be that 
there was a gap and I definitely wasn't there. There was nothing there. There was just a gap. Mm. It's more like that. Mm. There's no sense of an I at all. Mm. So you only know it when the I comes back again. Mm. So most people get glimpses and they find a, a technique to help you to, to, to go back outside of all of it. And with practice, it's absolutely seriously natural, you see. So, so something wants to, to be a... Yeah, to take you there. Yeah, we can call it grace or... I don't know, really, you know, but there is a movement of outside of all of it, towards outside of all of it. Um, and then when the ultimate shift happens for many... You, you don't know it, you, unless people say, you're always talking about that non-dual stuff. When you have a normal conversation, you actually can't. I remember that with my family, and I was like, talk about what, talk about what, you know? And working out with a friend, like before I'd phone my family, if I was in India or something, give me things to talk about, because there would be no, what, what does one say? What do you do on a phone call again? Not being able to find an eye who can pull off an authentic conversation, chit-chat. So it writes itself again. That's the phase in between, you see, of getting glimpses of like, I don't know what happened there, but I definitely wasn't there. Definitely wasn't. And it could be as simple as I drove the car and I wasn't stressed out. I wasn't preoccupied. But I'm now 20 miles later and there is nothing that registered in that car trip. You know, you know some kind of meditative things? Mm. Or running or sport or and it's just like, whoa. I know I wasn't daydreaming. I wasn't cruising around thoughts. There was just a gap. Mm. So it can happen like that as, as well as mm. your yoga mat or meditating or mm. you know? Or this work, you know, just just disappearing. Mm. It can take on any shape. But you'll only know it when the eye comes back. Mm. You see? So the more you do it, the better. It's like you're... The more you can recognize it. E, mm, well, the more you can disappear. <laughs> you see? And then there won't be any you eventually to recognize it. That's when it takes other people to recognize it. Because you don't know. I don't know if the truth has been seen or not. I've heard that from so many people. And when it's like, okay, when was there a last time a sense of you? You know, it's like, oh my God ages ago, and it was just a passing idea. You know, there's this character here, but it's not me. Okay, when was the character you? Oof, I can't remember. It's like, all right, okay, now we're getting closer to it. You see? Mm. It goes like this. Mm. No person I. The, the self-reference goes. So then how would you know? How would you know? And then it's like, oh, that's such a letdown. There's just no personal eyes. That enlightenment. And it's like, yep. <laughs> Sorry, but yes. <laughs> you see? Because the mind once has an expectation that everything will be fine, but it's like, things just are, are as they are, you know? Mm. But mind can only have a fantasy about enlightenment, because that's what it can do. It can create what it thinks bliss is. You know? mm. And bliss happens, sure, but it's a phase and it gets passed by also. And the thing is, okay, there's no suffering. Of course there's no suffering, but there's nobody there to say, well, I don't suffer anymore. It does, it's not you in a pain-free life. There's no you. So it's like death when the body's alive. You see? 
But what to do? It sucks you in. And things become clear. And, and life is easy, but phenomenal life is still the same pain in the ass at times. Of course, mm. you still have to, you know, do whatever you have to do. Mm. You know, physical pain happens and things happen, you know. You have to make money and all these old things in the world. You get a toothache and, you know, normal things. But they kind of pass through. They kind of pass through because they don't stick to an eye. Me and my flu and me and my aches and pains or whatever it is. You know, it's like, hmm, it doesn't quite go like that. It's just a bit softer, but there isn't a me who says, oh, it's much easier since. Because you kind of forgot how it was. Kind of forgot, you know? One example, the, um, my, the way I'm wired, I pick up different energies a lot, you know? So uh, it's always like kind of clearing my energy field because I can pick up what people are thinking about or what they had for breakfast if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm not watching it, if I'm not just keeping myself clear, you know? And uh, I was like, okay, what will happen if I, you know, eat something peculiar? So I played with this a few months ago and I was in the States and there was alligator. I thought, okay, I'm going to eat a piece <laughs> of alligator and see what it's like, you know? Just see, let's see if something happens. Maybe it's fine, why not? No. I haven't been a vegetarian for a very long time. It's kind of a strange thing to do, but anyway, we did it. And, uh, and I ate a piece of alligator. And I went, mm, okay, okay. My, I, and I ate about half this like gator bite, it's called. It's like, a, you know, it's like, I don't know, size of a little mini burger thing or something. And I half, and I said, uh, no, something is saying no. And about an hour later, this. Um, it was like the sky became really close. It was like this density came over. And I was with my husband and I said, oh my God, is this what it feels like? And it's the first memory I had. And I'm so grateful for it, to be able to remember what it was like. Because I couldn't remember it only that the experience came again. And it lasted about two hours. And he said, what if that's it? What if like, what if that... That density of what it was like to, to be a personal I. What if that stays? And I said, but if it stays, so what? I mean, so what? And he says, no, no, that's like, that's like the Jack I know talking. Well, you know, what if it really stays? And I said, well, if it really stays, I've just got a shitload of work to do again. <laughs> I mean, like, what else, you know? I, I'm going to try and get rid of this because it's shitty, you know? I'm going to try and get rid of it again. That, that would be what I would try to do with this. It's like, so if that's the path, that's the path. It'll be the end of satsang and I'll get a job in the local shop or something. I don't care. So I was like, okay, if this stays, it stays. And since that, I, I can... Okay, another little story, but I want to join them all together. Years ago, like years ago, um, 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, I remember walking on the beach in Wicklow with my first husband. And um, just walking on the beach, and he was chatting about work. And I remember feeling that the sky opened and that everything opened, 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 opened to infinity. And it's just like, I could breathe. And I felt like for the first time I could breathe. And then it closed again. And there was maybe five seconds of that absolute expanse feeling. And it closed again. I said, I totally missed what you said. I have to tell you this. You know, 
And I said, oh, what the heck was that? And he said, I don't know, but if it happened once, it can happen again. I said, okay, I'm going to hold on to that thought. And that's what it was like. And all I can do now is link that to the alligator thing a couple of months ago. It's like, there's a memory now of like, that's what it was like, that feeling. Because, because when the alligator thing was like, oh my God, it's like the sky is down. And my husband said, okay, give me words, give me descriptive adjectives. What's it feel like? Helpless, hopeless, dark, stuck, thick, pointless, load of effort and little will, little payoff can happen. You know, and he went, yeah, that's what it's like being human. And I was like, you're kidding, you're kidding, you're kidding. That's what it's like, that's what the ego is like. And he was, yeah, that's how it is, that's how it is. And I'd completely forgotten, completely forgotten. But, but uh, so it's funny. I had the contrast when the ego was fully and alive on that beach of like being without it. And then I had a couple of hours after eating an alligator. <laughs> Do you know an alligator? Like a sinew of an alligator probably. Of, of the density of what it's like with the ego. That's a very long-winded answer to what you probably didn't even ask. But I think that's what I was trying to ask. Okay. All right. Thank you for being that's nice. Yeah. You painted a very complete okay, good. Sort of picture for me of yeah. Rana's experiences, which is yeah. Which yeah. Found, yeah, that's really yeah. helpful. But it's taken me years now, like it's been like about, I don't know, I'm doing satsang for five, six years maybe. So maybe eight years or something since, since that cloud lifted. And it's only the eye that remembers the other cloud. You know, but it came together eating the alligator. You know, it's just the, the vibration of it came back. Mm. The vibration came back. The senses came back. You know, thank you to the alligator that had that frequency, obviously, to mm. bring in the density, you know. So it feels, yeah, I guess that's what it is. It feels open and clear, mm. non oppressive. And part of my motivation for asking the question is because, well, in my own little way, I've gone here and there and had sort of certainly lots of interesting experiences, but it's it's always then how how do I gauge those? How do I there's something in me that wants to like know was that true? Did that really happen? What was that? Was that just me dreaming? Was that me just falling half asleep? What what was going on there? Yes. Um, yes. Did I travel backwards a bit or not? Yes. Or am I deluding myself in some grand way? Yes. You know, so trying to make... I'm the only person who can assess that. Well, I'm in the best position to assess it for myself, I suppose. So I have to assess that personal experience. Why so, do you need to know that you're making progress? I just, I'm just curious. You know, If I have an experience, I want to know what was that. Yeah. Okay. So curiosity comes up. Okay. Oh, that was interesting. Okay. What, what happened there? Yeah. So, we can go through some of them if you want. You mean ones that have happened in the past? Yeah. Do you want to come up here? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> because of my menopausal mind, I'm having trouble remembering. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Nein, Herr Pausenmann. <laughs> 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 I, I, I can't, I can't, I've actually got one in my mind. I'm not, I'm not convinced I'm going to be able to remember one now. That's all right. If it so comes, it comes. Come anyway. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually one that does come up was that I, I came on the weekend workshop with you um, on the park. Oh yeah. And I was sort of waffling on and you were, everybody was going, it's getting very mindy in here and everybody was falling asleep. And then I was asking you a question. Then we, then we did an exercise where we sort of like connected and so that was a moment when I felt I'd gone, you know, I'd gone to a different place not yes some, somewhere I've been before yes but I just through the connection with the eyes yes um, and Something then when we talked back. when we talked I came I came that brought me forwards again yes and then at that, that moment I felt like everybody else in the room hadn't the only person who'd experienced that was me and me and and my fantasy was that you'd noticed something happening yes um, and I and I thought, well, that's probably, that probably wasn't visible to anybody in the room, what yes. happened there. Yes, But that doesn't matter. Correct. Good. <laughs> but that was really, it was a really powerful little exercise. Yes. So that's, what, that's the first thing that pops into my mind. Yes. Um, and I found that that connection through the eyes, because it's interesting this week, because we're not going to be looking into each other's eyes, I found that the connection through the eyes can be really powerful. Yes. And I don't, I don't really look into people's eyes straight yes. on very much. Okay. Like really intensely. Yeah. I don't know whether I'm avoiding something there, but that in various situations like this or various workshops connecting through the eyes, I've had some really... Um, Can you do it with anybody's eyes? Does it, does it send you back there if it's with anybody? Um, I probably could do, but that stories come up depending on who it is, I suppose. Mm. That's one thing I've noticed. Mm. Um... I'll just take my glasses off because that's that's a lens. You see, look, we move one lens already. Yes. Oh, I can't see you. That's no good. <laughs> no good. Your eyes have disappeared. Oh, I can't do that. So I'm sort of splurging out all sorts of things now. It feels like to me, it feels like complete. You know, it's like spaghetti. It's fine. Now. Yeah, you can puke the spaghetti because then. <laughs> um, so. That's intrigued me, okay. you know, that connection with through people's yes. eyes. And I have, I have done it as an exercise with people in the room. And You have? Uh, yes. Yes. And thought, what happened there, you know? Yes. And I noticed how in my life normally I do look, I look at people sort of like, I don't really look right into people's eyes. Yes. Why not? I don't know. Well, yes. Is it just that, too that, potent for you or? Maybe, I don't know. As, as, I, I started asking myself that question, why don't I do that? Um, and? <laughs> yeah, I've got sort of various tentative theories. Uh-huh. <laughs> One is that says, oh gosh, you know, that's, that might be too powerful. I might, for you or for them? For me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know what, I don't know what it's like for them, really. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've had feedback, but... Uh, um, and And... How can something be too powerful? Yes, I don't know. 
to See, the I'm talking from nonsense now. No, maybe you're talking honestly. <laughs> but ah, that's true. That is true. That is true. Um, Tell me about power. But, oh gosh. Uh, what comes up is just the more sort of in my own, more centered I can be, or the more in my. Um, uh, what's the word? There's a word there. More in my integrity, or something like that, or the integrity of who I am. That feels like the position of power. And, and does power have a positive or a negative connotation for you then, in that context? Ooh, I've got there's versions with stories and ones without stories. So it could have all of those <laughs> in different scenarios, mm. depending on where I am, I suppose. Um, Is power generally seen as a positive or a negative? <clears throat> First phases of my life, I would say I saw it as negative. Uh, so people I projected power onto, that would be uh, something to, I would be, the main instinct would be sort of fear, I suppose, or intimidation. Yeah. But I would say, that's changed. Okay. Changing. I can okay. still go back into that space. Sure. Easily enough. Um Uh, and what about you feeling powerful? Does that ever happen? Yes. Yeah, and, no, no, yes, yeah. And is that embraced? Is that okay? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm being, I don't know, contradictory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. No, no, not at all. No, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. Yeah. So some part of you... Some part of you says, yes, it's okay for me to feel powerful, of course, mm. I can. it's integrated, it's fine. But yet it's too powerful to do eye-to-eye -eye contact. Why is that too powerful? Yes. It feels like it's good. there's a, a really strong energy, eye-to-eye -eye contact for me. Yes. Um... And when I first discovered it, probably in the last five or six years even, it's like, ooh, what's that? Ooh. But then why did I not do it before that? Maybe I knew something prior to that that made me avoid doing it, I don't know. But since discovering it, it's like, ooh. I better not go around doing that or no. <laughs> why not? Tell me about what's the hesitancy about this, huh? Yeah. Um, I'm doing it now. Mm -hmm. That just feels like mm -hmm. I'm doing it now because mm -hmm. it feels like um, I really want to try doing it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, what's your question? What's the hesitancy? Yes. I'm struggling to find even waffly answers for some reason. <laughs> but yet there's a response to like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. That's what I can say, so I don't know how I can... Mm. <clears throat> it's very 
unexplored, isn't it, this for yes. me? Yes, mm. <laughs> it's great. Why, why I'm doing it, I don't know. Yes, you're attracted to it, it's very effective, it brings about some yes. kind of change, yes. but yet you're cautious. Yes, yes, that's the situation. Uh-huh. I don't really know why. Mm-hmm. I haven't really explored that in any, <laughs> any mm. detail. Mm. I might have just done it and then like put it down and go, ooh. Um, yes, that needs exploring. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. But not this week, because it's going to be near eye contact soon. But you can figure it out in your head. It's about your own relationship with power. It's for you to contemplate. Yeah. I can work on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's your homework. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and let's resolve it tomorrow. You're probably like. going to, I was going to say, you're probably going to pick me up on that. You some bet later I'm going to ask and now you're naming Of course, I'm going to ask you oh, tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to do some, some shifting of stuff. Yeah. That sounds really good, actually. Yeah. Um, so you can I'd love to I'd love to know more about that what is going on yeah what is going on yeah yeah what is that hmm great yeah thanks yeah take it for a walk or for a sleep or do something with it before yes. in the next 12 hours huh? see yeah. how you get on yeah yeah what's at the bottom of that what's that relationship about you know why isn't yes. it like wow great this brings change wow I'm gonna Look in my own eyes in the mirror and see what happens and penetrate in there. Does that help? And I'll ask a friend and I couple up. Well, with I did it. try that. Okay. And? <laughs> that did have some of the same power as mm-hmm. looking in somebody else's eyes. All right. That was my sense of it. All but right. that sort of surprised me. I thought, ooh, strange. Uh huh. So, yeah. so was it safer to look at your own eyes and not to look into somebody else's? Do we have two different things going on? I only did it once. I didn't sort of like, you know, I just did it out of curiosity. And then ah. I don't think I've ever done it again. So. Ah. Um, was it safer? I think it was. Yeah, it was safer. It was safer. That maybe then my interest fell. I don't know why. I mean, why did my interest fall away at that point? Uh-huh. I just did it once and then it's like, oh, yes. well, that's an interesting experiment. Yes. Um, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's worth exploring Good. a bit, huh? Yes, yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's more yeah. about power than than actually power, looking yeah. at the eyes, you know? It's more yes. about your relationship with power. Or change or diving in deep, you know? Yeah. Hmm. But don't, aren't the eyes special as well? <laughs> sure, but it's really about like courage and things like this, huh? Yeah. Go more that direction. Right. Yeah, you're giving me some clues now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> good. All right, thanks. Okay, you've Thank enough you. to go on? Yes. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Sure. Thanks very much.
chair is open. Let's see if somebody's body will walk up. Hmm. I got a worldly, a worldly knot here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> About my sister, and my mother, and money. So I, so I like your help with it. Yeah, sure. I feel like you know I got loosened up a lot of stuff around my kids. Yeah. And this feels like my, you know, my next. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. That I just feel like my mother favors my sister, mm. and I've said to her, just admit it. And she said, if you accuse me once more, I'm cutting you out of the will. Mm. So I was like, okay. And uh, I just feel like... Is she denying it? Yeah. Okay. And, um, and this is this financial insecurity, or this... You know, it's not fair, little tantrum. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like probably in the end it'll be fair and it's just going to take me a while to get the money. Um, but uh, it's just sort of, um, you know, aggravating and, and it's just tantrum. Mm. And just righteousness and, mm. you know, so that's what's like most irritating to me. Do you prefer to hang out with one of your kids more than the other? Yeah. So of your three kids, would you yeah. actually have a one, two, three? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. favorites. So if yeah. the... So she favors my sister. Yeah, that did occur to me, yeah. you know, like... So if the yeah. number three on your own list said, Mom, yeah. I'm the least favorite of your yeah. kids, what would you do? Yeah, I wouldn't, would, I'd deny it. Of course you would. Yeah, because I'd be afraid of, that it would be more hurtful to admit it. Of course you would. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that did occur to me. Um, so that's, that did occur to me and help it be more all right. Yes. Be more like it's just a human thing. It's a human thing. Yeah. You might like cheddar guess, cheese more than blue the, cheese. It's the I same guess thing. even though you favor a child, you're still supposed to financially be fair. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> Does that okay. make sense? Would you buy slightly more expensive but, yeah, gifts for the for, daughter that right. you prefer the best? Right, right. It's hard to, yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, so right. Nature. Yeah. It's human nature. Yeah. It's not a rejection of you. It's just how personalities are attracted to each other. And how have you know, it's characters, yeah. liking characters, being more harmonious with one character than not with another character. Yeah. It's just because we're all a little bit different character-wise, thankfully. You know? So there can be a great gift in the fact that your mother's character is more attracted to your sister's character than to your character. Really? A gift? Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes. Yes. Because you can allow them to have that relationship. Yeah. 
give them permission yeah. and bless them. Yeah. Good for them. Because you know it with the, with the daughter that you right, would choose right, to spend right, most time right, with. Right, right, right. You know what it is. And the money thing, like, I have enough money, you know, but it's yeah. still this jealousy or, yeah. you know, um, my sister has more money because she has a husband and two incomes, and I basically have one income, so it's, so it's you know, the comparing and, yeah. and just the, the... Sibling rivalry, huh? Yeah. That's a bad habit. Yeah. Like, she doesn't need, I need it more. And it's like, I have enough. Yeah, you have have enough. enough. Yes. Mind will always want more. More of anything. That's that's the way it's wired. You know, to want, to want, to want, to want. So it could be just more money. So how do you deal with that? That, you know... When it comes up, what do you do with it? Do you do you harbor it and chew on it and go into it, or or have you a way of seeing? Whoa, that's that one again about mm-hmm. I want, I want. When actually, I don't need. Actually, I have enough. You see, you can look to somebody who has more than you, or you can look to somebody who has less than you. No. Yeah. Right. No. In the scheme, I'm really wealthy. In the scheme of life. Yes. I mean, yes. I'm really lucky. Yeah. But yet you're going to look to see somebody who right. has more money. Yeah. Okay. But you could be looking to other people who earn whatever it is, have less. Just yeah. really be grateful. Yeah. yeah. You could. Yeah. Or you could balance yourself in the middle and not be bothered with either. And say, like, this is me and the universe, and the universe has given me what I need to live. End of story. But as long as you're looking to see who's got more or see who's got less, the comparative thing is going to keep you stuck in separation. You see, the hooks now are very sticky. Mm-hmm. They're sticky, yeah. like when they come up, they're going to be like, the thought is going to keep repeating, keep repeating. And it's like breaking a bad habit. It's breaking, it's like, no, I'm but not feeling that. No, I have enough. Pardon? So just telling, reminding myself yes. that I have plenty, I'm grateful. And it might be yeah. good to swing it from, it would be good yeah. to swing it from like, I have a load more than most. 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 Yeah. I have a load I'm more so than most. Lucky. Yeah. I have a load more than most. Okay. So just spend a second saying, yeah. okay, I can name 10 people that I know and I could buy and sell them 20 times over. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so that's there and acknowledge it and feel it. Feel it. Let yourself feel that you have enough. Yeah. From there, you can swing into the middle. Thank you, universe. I've got all my needs. Yeah. All my needs are covered. It won't work to, to go from the sibling rivalry of your sister is wealthier to like, no, the universe gives me enough. It actually won't work. Yeah. Your system, your system needs to feel yeah. a bit rich. Yeah. 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 It just needs to feel yeah the abundance that's there and let yourself feel that so that then you can settle in your abundance you know and it's fine you'll have to swing it the opposite way because it's like I get it yeah 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 Yeah, you're kinesthetic so like feeling that yeah would be helpful yeah you've got to feel like feel feel wealthy yeah feel wealthy you know Yeah, get used to that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
Wonderful. Yeah. To ha- you know, even around the house here, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm really wealthy. Mm-hmm. I'm really rich. <laughs> you know? And, and, and f- just pull it into your system. Yeah. You know? It'll really help to drop the whole identification with, with have and have not enough. Mm. I just want to tell everyone I'm leaving Thursday afternoon, 3 th- 3.15, I'm getting my cab. Okay. Just so people know. Yeah. Not that it's all about me. But yeah, but just so you know, it's yeah. like, where's that yeah. woman gone? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my daughter's coming to go on vacation with me. Because it's a U.S. holiday next week on Monday. Uh, so that's why I have to leave early to yeah. meet her in Hawaii. Oh. And go on vacation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not bringing no. your mother. No. <laughs> Just away come up. Long <laughs> <laughs> Are your clothes hanging off you? Yes. <laughs> One um, blanket lady. Um, just in relation to that, because <clears throat> I don't know where this idea comes from that, um, you know, parents have to leave their children money, you know. Um, because... I often think, oh, God, you know, I better make a will, you know, and then I'm afraid to make a will in case I die. So <laughs> if I don't make it... <laughs> you might live longer if you have no will. That makes loads of sense. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so then I was thinking, I was talking to Laura about it, and she said, well, what's the point, she said, in making a will? Because you probably... Are you going to die? Laura's her daughter just Yeah, to, are you yeah. going to die, like, next week? It'd be any good to me now. Like, what are you telling me this for, you know? Yes. So I said, no, no, I mean, I think I will one of these days. And I decided that I would like to give Laura and Carl my money. Okay. Right? And then some, one of my friends said, you can't do that. She said, you have to give equal amounts to everybody. Yeah. And I said, no, because it would be destructive to give it to Nikki. I, you know, that's what I feel. <clears throat> and Owen will be well looked after. Yeah. And I thought, no, that's like... These are the people who need it. So this big dilemma now, and I got the, I got the form to do it myself rather than mm-hmm. go through the thing. And I thought, oh, I don't know what to do now. Mm. I don't want to be a big meanie, but at the same time, anyway, by the time it happens, there probably won't be any money, so it'd be irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's an interesting exercise. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I'll give her a gift or something, and. I don't know. It's just, it, it kind of amuses me when adults <clears throat> do this, you know, say, you know, that they feel they should get money or something. Okay, so let's say Carl, your son, blows it mm-hmm. and just says, I'm just going to have a great party and get all my friends really drunk and really stoned yeah. and we're going to stay in an expensive hotel for a weekend and I'm just going to remember ma'am that way. Yeah. Would that be okay? Yeah. So if Nikki then, your daughter that you're not so fond of giving anything to... Well, no, I'll give her something, but not the same as... All right. As, you know, it would all okay. be in relation to... Okay, but, but she mightn't have anything to show for it either. She might give it to a beggar on the street who'd shoot it up yeah. their arm, or she might give it to the Red Cross or Concern or... 
all of the above. All of the above. Yeah. And what would be wrong with that? Rather than giving it to Guinness and Heineken. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's a bit of a dilemma. I, yeah. Come on, go into it. Come on. I, I just feel they deserve it. You know, that they need it or something more. You know? That it might actually be useful in their lives. Okay. Yeah. But they might blow it too. They might. Your son easily could blow it. Uh, no, he's got very mature. Okay. <laughs> I'm putting that on record. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, yeah, it's, it's kind of stymied me now. Why not let her blow it, Nikki? Actually, I don't want any of them to blow it. I work far too fucking hard for it. I give it something. <laughs> no. It deserves no. it. No. Now we're closer yeah. to it. Okay. And maybe I just fucking spend it on myself. Yes. <laughs> as long as you know you're doing it a few days before you die. Yeah. That's this tricky thing. Yeah, because then there wouldn't be anything and I'd be out on the street. Correct. With my ukulele. Yeah. The thing to go for would be to be able to give it away unconditionally. Yeah. Would, and it? right now there are conditions on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Could you think I had a fortunate joke? Like, mm, but know, it's all relative, you know? But, yeah. It's all relative. It's still <clears> something you want to just for. I know from experience, um, when my mother died, there was no will, and my father automatically got everything and then when he died there was no will and it was a big mess and created all sorts of so I, I just didn't want that to happen yes <clears throat> you know yes hmm. I think I'd fucking spend it or as I go even okay but either way you're, you're it, this is a great exercise hmm because you have a condition around something. I do. After yeah. the grave, after the grave, you're going to put a condition. I know. I'll do it before. Things. I'll do it before. Not yeah, after. but yeah, but yeah, but you're imagining that you know, you're investing in something on on how they do what after you're dead. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Could you give it away unconditionally? To a beggar in the street. <laughs> to the the three but then I have to give it to the four you see can't. would you yeah hmm then give it to the four what would it take for you to make a jump with that I don't know how we're going to what the end product is right mm -hmm. but at the minute it's it's what we got to go through is the conditions that you have on this it's like your own relationship with money, your relationship with your kids, and the and the way you want to control after your death. That's what we're looking at. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't think of it like that at all. Sure. Yeah. I just want to give it to be the most used, I think, that somebody would benefit. And... But it's always used. Yeah. I mean, unless someone puts it down the toilet. Somewhere, you know, money just keeps circulating. Yeah, yeah, of course it does. But yeah. it's according to what we think is the right, best use yeah. of it. For, you know, and it's like, really? It's just an energy. I think when somebody said to me, no, you have to do it equally. Mm. And I didn't feel that I had to do that. Yeah. 
you can do what you want, mm. of course, because mm. it's your money. You yeah. can do anything. Right. But, but it's worth mm. looking at what's going on for you around this. Yeah. And to why would there be a condition at all? Hmm. And and what is it around? Hmm. You know those yeah. issues that. Well, said. I've seen what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you but know. that might be make sense in Nikki's mind, not in your mind around mm. what she does with money. Mm. You know, that's mm. that makes perfect sense to her. Mm. It must. She wouldn't have done those things otherwise. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. make sense to her. Yeah. So in her view, her perspective, this is the right thing to do with her money. Yeah. So if if you could allow for that. No, I got to spend. I'm gonna have fun. <laughs> yeah, but do the work in between, huh? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so I'll go back to bed. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Money's a funny thing, huh? A potent energy. Yeah, body's walked here. Yes. Very silly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, another potent energy. Um, feelings. Yes. Um, Mm. I've been fixated on somebody for months. Yes. You know that. Yes. And uh, they're not available. Yes. Not available. And uh, and I still keep trying to convince myself that they are. Mm. And I look for every tiny, tiny little thing, tiniest little thing that says they are. And uh, and it's painful, incredibly yes. painful. It really is. It's just it's it's hell because it's it's you know we, we talked about this sort of what's at the centre, you know, and the centre is sort of this this quiet place. It's not. It's not. What's at the centre there is this person. It's just there. You know, they're there. They're at the centre. They're what's they're what's the, the around the edge, around the periphery is spirituality, healing. All this stuff is around the edge. Um, and I know the healing that I'm doing. I mean, we talked about this last year about choosing between healing and awakening. And I sort of see the benefit in healing. And I'm doing a lot of work mm -hmm. around my healing at the mm -hmm. moment. And that's um, very helpful. And it's very consistent with what what you know we're doing um, I've been doing with you but you know I, th I thought I got over I thought I'd reached a point I've had a break so there's been like this break of several weeks with no contact okay and uh, so okay that's that's all right I'm no, I'm not going to contact I'm not they're not contacting me I don't need to contact that's absolutely fine yeah and all the while, I've, I've sort of, um, anybody else comes anywhere near, 
I'm like, yeah, can't see you, can't see you, mm. yeah, can't see you. Mm. Um, and I suppose I've let somebody in a little bit. Okay. I've sort of, yeah, I sort of had a by tweet with them and uh, chatting with them and felt this feeling mm -hmm. and then felt this disloyalty. Ah. This disloyalty to this other person. How can I be, how can I possibly be, how can I be attracted to somebody else? I've got, you know, what am I doing? This, yes. is, this doesn't feel right. And, um, and only this week I, um, I thought, I ought to at least wish this other person happy, happy new year. The one in the centre or the one who's well, moving the in the centre? The one in the centre, mm. yeah. The, the, <coughs> the old fixation. Sure. And so I, I just, and I didn't get anything back for it. Yeah. Then, but then I did. Okay. And, uh, and of course it was a nice response. And then I responded, but it was also, and I'm a sucker for this, so it was also a distressed response. So a, a sort of almost like a, I need help response. Because uh -huh. I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's something to do with the fact that I haven't been in mm. touch. So I send this quite supportive message back and didn't hear anything for, used to get responses very quick. Um, <coughs> and I got a response back and it said, I think that's the most loving email you've ever sent me. And I was thinking, I looked at it again, and, and very nice stuff. She looked, said that. Yeah. Mm. I looked at it again and I thought, well, it isn't. Mm. It isn't the most loving email I've ever sent. It's, it's a very nice email. It's a very pleasant email. Uh, it's a very caring email. It's a very caring email. But maybe that's the thing. But that actually sort of opened up a little bit. It actually just slightly opened up and then I sort of responded saying well maybe it's I can't comment from how you see things because I sort of said in a very polite way maybe you're seeing things differently because I didn't see that it was that, that different but uh, and uh, so I'm sort of hooked back in again mm. And then, just before I came on this workshop, the other person popped up. Um, just for a couple of minutes, that's all. That's the only time I'd got to actually say hello. And, and I said, oh, it's nice to see you. And she said, oh, it's really nice to see you as well. And it, she may not be available, I don't know. Yes. But, but could be available. So it's that, the history is I go for people that are not available. Aha. Uh -huh. For one reason or another, they're not available. Yes. Because it's safer. Yes. So I can, I don't have to really get intimate. And you probably know how to deal with rejection. Or it's familiar. It's familiar. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even this is an attempt to, because one of the reasons I was told that she didn't want a relationship with me, wanted me to be a friend, was she didn't fancy me. Yes. So I thought, well, I'll look a bit different then. 
Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I tried it not to be different, and yes. but that didn't really do the trick either. Yes. But I tried again. I said, okay, let's look you in the eye and say, do you want a relationship? Mm. You know, I got myself all sorted out to do that, and and, uh, and it was still no. Mm-hmm. But yet, yeah. I pretended that was okay. Or I didn't even pretend it was okay. I allowed it to be okay instead of going, oh, F off then. You know, or just, just really, just really sort of say, well, just go away then. Or yes. I don't want to be this sort of um, victim. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I still think she's amazing. I think she's a wonderful woman. I think I think she's she's great. Mm. But the truth is, she doesn't. Even though I try and convince myself, and this latest thing will be another reason for me com- to convince myself, and and I'll be left sort of just just dangling just a little bit because she likes me. She likes me a lot. Yeah. And um, but but no more than that. Yes. So it's. Um, Do you think she's going to change her mind? Of course I do. Maybe she won't. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the place I'm, I'm, I'm... To be fair, that is the place that I, I've started to come to. Mm. And, of course, somebody else starts to appear. Of course. Because I'm going, mm, well, actually, no, I, I, this isn't... At, I'm actually beginning to believe... Because I've criticised her about leaking, about, about sort of boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's not OK, I'm saying... Because mm, I've been doing a lot of work recently, and, mm. and it, it's not okay to put these little things at the end of the mail because that makes me think there's more to that's it than right, that. That's right. So they've stopped. Good. Yeah. Well, I didn't think it was good at the time, but yeah, because <laughs> I like the little things at the end. But yes. they've stopped, so that so that's clear. So it is clear. Yes. It is clear, actually. No, yes. it isn't going to change. No, I don't think so. And even and even if it did, it probably wouldn't work anyway. There's more to be learned if it didn't work than if it did. So knowing life the way it kind of works out, it probably won't work. No, and, and um, I've been encouraged, I won't look at you in particular, I've been encouraged to stay in this from the point of view of my own healing yeah. in the early days, when, when I wanted, when I perhaps... Because it has brought, it has brought so much, so much potentially for healing for me. Yeah. It really has had me look at so much stuff for myself. And um, which I needed to look at. Yes, exactly. Mm. But now perhaps the time is right to look at the next level, yes. which is to look at a relationship with somebody that actually wants to be in a relationship rather than somebody who doesn't want to be in a relationship yes. with me. Um, so, but that's a big filter. So when you were yes. talking earlier, I saw this as this, this big filter that's been affecting everything and... And getting to a place of sort of really, I was getting to a place, and I'm st- sometimes getting to a place where that which doesn't change has become more solid mm-hmm. and more known, mm-hmm. and sort of seeing that that the ego to the side and all those sorts of things, but they get Great. swamped by this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think I've described it as like a the sea comes in and. Whoosh, and then you can't see, it's like you were saying when you were talking earlier, that's why I suppose I was prompted to come up with, it, 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 you lose, there's nothing else. There is only then this obsession. 
That's all there is. Yes. There is nothing else. There's yes. no chance of getting, yes. of getting that balance. It's all consuming. It, no, absolutely not. Yes. So, yeah. But it has been a gift. Yes. A real gift. Yes. And I'm very grateful. Very grateful. And, you know, I still care about her a lot. Yes. And admire her. But recognise that, that uh, God, uh, this is down here, isn't it? Can't go back on this. Uh, doesn't yeah. matter. No, it, it doesn't feel that it's for me. Yeah. Well done. Well, I'm yeah. glad that's on record. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, Rodney, you said this wasn't for you. What are you doing running around with this one again? But she's changed her mind. She's changed <laughs> yeah. her mind. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, 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 yeah, it, 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 it became a dream. Yes. An idolised dream, you know, this perfect, perfect. I remember you saying last, last year, if you feel a pole, if you feel a pole, follow that pole. And I felt the pole. Yes. But you did say it won't necessarily work out well. <laughs> the the pole yes. could, could take you places that yes. you don't want to go. You don't want to go. And that's what's happened. The pole yeah. has taken me places that I don't want to go. I didn't yes. want to go. Yes. But but they're still valuable places. Oh, hugely valuable. Yeah. Because, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. We're approaching the phase of letting her go then, huh? We seem to be, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see, won't we? It's fantastic. Yeah. Gracious. Heaven, what have you said? Yeah. And the power of the mind for creating a whole relationship in fantasy world. One that could never be here, you know? But like, whew, what it can create, huh? Well, it certainly, it certainly felt very, very tangible, very real. And, and to be honest, there have been reality within it. Yes. It's not like we haven't yes. done stuff together. We have sure. done stuff together, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But I have been a victim. Yes. And I'm still a victim, actually. Until you let her go. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, until you see the game for what it was, you know? Yeah. The universe saying, hey, Rodney, we're just gonna, you know, play yeah. a little trick on you here so that you see all these layers. Yeah, yes. You know, of, which obscure the natural flow. Yes, yes. And it is interesting because over that three weeks, four weeks, wherever long it was, other people started to notice that Rodney was coming back. Huh. I had more energy to do things, more involved with things, more energy, everything. Just... Wow. So it's interesting how it, it contracted me. Yeah. The whole thing contracted me down. Yes. Um, So there's some deserving in there, isn't there? There's, a, there's, a, there's do I deserve? There's a whole lot of stuff. There's still a whole lot of stuff to be explored yeah. around it. Yes. And, um, and yeah. But the big turning point is seeing that it was a learning curve. Yeah, I don't regret it. Yes. I don't regret it. I don't regret, regret the pain. I don't regret the, yes. the the joy of it. And, Good. And the 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 longing. Oh, the longing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, all of it's been valuable. Yes. 
and uh, and I'm sure there's still some residue left mm -hmm. that that won't be easy to to won't be easy to get myself to a place where there's no I shouldn't predict that. You see, if you see that it was just a learning curve and that yeah. it was never meant to be a relationship, yeah. then, then you'll go through the remaining lessons very quickly. Yes. If you have 1% of you saying, but maybe, but maybe there'll be some sort of a relationship that in the future, then you're going to stretch out this and there'll be a lot of suffering out. Yeah. Yes. The turning point is seeing that this is totally about me shifting patterns. Yeah, well, I'm sitting here, aren't I? Yeah. Saying this. Yeah. Exposing myself yeah. about this. Yeah. And you're still waiting for me to say, and I don't think there's any chance whatsoever. <laughs> Correct. Nil chance Correct. of having a relationship with this person. Correct. I couldn't have said that a month ago. Can I say it now? Well, history says there's no chance. Every, I mean, every... This is a, not a five-minute thing. This is several months... Well, it's a year almost. It's a year, pretty much. So, history says it hasn't changed in a year. Mm -hmm. There have been false dawns. Mm. And this is another one. Mm -hmm. This is another false dawn. Mm -hmm. So, history says it won't, it won't change again. I'll put it down down. That doesn't mean I won't talk to her or anything else oh, like yeah, that. Oh for sure. But I'll, I'll put down, I close the book on the idea of me having a relationship, a full relationship with her. Yes. Yeah. 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 You have more to gain. Yeah, I have, I have more to gain. Yes. I have. That's, that's had its run. It's had its run, yeah. it's had, it, it, I've extracted <laughs> just about everything I can extract out of that. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. And now the learning is letting it go. Yeah, and blessing her too. Yeah, of course. Yes, for what she's given me. Yeah, she was a great teacher. Yes. Pointer. Yeah, and me too for her. Mm. Yeah, I won't forget that as well. Mm. There's two words. Sure, sure. Yeah. Mm. I'll begin to sit down then, I think. Great. Thank you, Jack. Great, Thank sure. You. Well done. Great. Yeah. People are looking a bit tired. In fact, eyes are closing in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, hi. Hi. I just I wanted to ask you a little bit about what you were saying about the self and um, enlightenment. So, is there a stage when the ego dies, when you let go of disidentify from the ego, and then and then that kind of collapses the the self altogether? Okay. Collapses. So the self you're talking about the little self, like the sense of me. Um, well, the sense of me, I think I'm. Well, the, I guess I'm asking you to differentiate. I, I suppose what I'm a little bit concerned about is when you, when you're talking about it in quite a sort of mechanistic way, 
almost like and, and I, I understand that sort of that the the, the, the <coughs> rhetoric of there's no one there to enjoy it but but I imagine there's still happiness in that enjoyment in that I don't know that's what I'm wanting to to hear from you mm. you're talking about the blanking in and blanking out it almost makes it it almost sounds like something that so what yes <laughs> okay you've asked a load of different things yeah before. sorry I'm just going no, you're to fine. I'm finding I'm feeling my way into what I'm really asking yes exactly exactly mm. I, I suppose I uh, intellectually um, I can relate to the um, falling, the falling away of the sense of when your boundaries become so, oh, I'm not, not going to be able to describe it, that, but when it falls away to the extent that it becomes more, um, there's less and less, I'm sorry, being with you is making my, my brain go to mush. I, I can I can identify with um, the sense of self in a sense becoming more more and more global. I can I understand intellectually. I can identify with that. Um, but even from a global sort of standpoint, I'm asking from the little self, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know that there's joy in that, that there's peace in that, that there's beauty in that. That's what I'm asking you. In the seeing of what you really are, whether or not it's the little self or the, the the, you know, I did find with, with the world and the birds and the not meat. Well, yeah, in that, the, uh, it's not the same type of joy that the me experiences. In the knowing that you're all of it, there is a seeing that. Every, there is beauty, there's just beauty. Even in the crappy stuff, there is beauty in it. And your perception sees the beauty before the crap. Be because, because everything is actually beautiful. Mm. And that's all I need to know in a way. Okay. That's what I'm after. It's, it's like the true seeing. Creation is absolutely exquisite. Even suffering is exquisite. Even with this no self. Yeah, the seeing of suffering. Yes. It, okay. it is beautiful. But it's not like, oh, I'm, I'm seeing that everything is beautiful. My view has changed that everything is beautiful. It's, yeah. like, it's like the layer that saw it as I like, I don't like, or it's crappy, or that layer dies. And the pure seeing only sees itself. It just sees itself manifesting as this and that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, even though I'm not, that's not where I am, I understand that. Great. I, I feel that and I, I mean, I I, even though, you know, I th think we all have glimpses of that and certainly mm -hmm. in nature, sure. the, just the, the feeling of the, just yes. isness of it is, I yes. call it. Yes. Yeah, so... Yes. I guess I want to know that it's not, yeah. you know, 
even though I've heard that before and want to hear it from you, it's not just the empty box, you know. Yes. It doesn't have to have a little me in it. It's just... Yes, there's it, no it, absence. It yeah. There's no sense of something being absent. That's absolutely consistent. There's never something missing. Phenomenally, there's something missing. Phenomenally, in the story. But the, the, the inner feeling is not lacking in anything. And even the idea that there could be something absent there, or that you missed out, or that there's no I there to experience. It's like, but none of that is real. That's just a thought. That, that's totally not of interest because it's garbage. It's just fantasy land. Yeah. So there's a totality and a completeness. Because you are all of it. In, in the knowing of, of that you are all of it. Yeah. There's a, because there's no I, little I here, little I there. It's just like that's... Yes. It's the... Yes. Hmm. Yes. So it's not that there is a sense of totality because something is seen or because something is experienced. That's how the eye does it. All its feelings are dependent on the world. Mm. This is completely independent to how the world moves. Yeah, because it's the underlying yes. substrate of it. Yes. I, I, yeah, I did have an opening in my 20s when I did see, see it, all the, all the underlying substrate of everything. Yes. But I've heard that it's prior. I saw it as love in everything. Did you? Yes, yes. But yes. I hear. But isn't it yes. prior to that too? Isn't it? Yes, there's prior to that too. Because yes. you were talking. It sounded like you were talking about a, this, some sort of void level earlier. Um, well, love is something phenomenal, also. Yeah. And the void isn't an absence of something. Do you see? Not really, but yeah. That's the thing, because, because we can only, with our minds and with language, we can only put phenomenal attributes, but none of them are appropriate. So, so even love, it kind of phenomenally flows out at the very early stages, but it's, it's moving towards the phenomenal. Love is, do you know? Um, yeah. And even to prior, prior to love is not an absence of love. not an absence of love there is no sense of something of an attribute or the absence of an attribute but there is a totality about it and a completeness about it not because it's full of something just complete itself which is satisfying it's neither satisfying or unsatisfying yeah. do you see because those dualistic qualities don't apply Is it worth it? Yes. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is it yes. worth it? Yes. But does that mean that that's where you rest all the time or you come in and out of all the... It's always playing. Always playing. It's always... Most of my attention is there all the time. All of my attention never leaves it. There's never, a, I said that incorrectly, yeah, there's never a time when all of my attention is out of it. it, it I, I, it's like a little bit of attention kind of gets into the world just for functioning. But, but I'm always like in the background yeah. in what I really am. It's so interesting because your, your social persona is very animated. Yeah. And how that can, that can still be completely operational in a very... Yeah embodied kind of 
in the world way. Yes. And yet there's also this. To my own surprise, yeah. Because for years I thought, oh my God, if it's ever going to happen, I'm going to be like a friggin' nun, you know? I'm going to be like, oh my God, you know? But um, there was that phase, but it disappeared. And the Jack character just reappeared again. Functioning on her own. It's like the universe. Life makes her function. But, but I'm not her. <laughs> I ain't her. But the the Jack character who makes friends and yes. gets married and yes. does she is the friendship made on that on from her from the character yes yes that's a phenomenal woman operating yeah and in your alone time are you do you rest you rest in is this where your attention is? Yeah, it's rest. kind of there all the time. Even when this oh, yeah. dynamic persona is hopping about the place. Uh, it's, it's minimal, really. The energy that, that, that the Jack character takes is minimal compared to what I am, to where my energy really is. Do you know? Yeah. And when I'm alone... Yeah, the Jack character is alone, but, but, but I'm still behind her, you know? Mm. That doesn't change. And then samadhi <coughs> states happen when the functioning of the Jack character, it's like the little bit of attention it takes to make her function, sometimes that disappears. And then I'm in samadhi. And I mean, like, the body's there, but there's no connection at all to the body. It's like it's gone. Mm. I'm just shoo, completely gone, you know? That happens a bit. Not very often, but it happens. You know? Well, I can feel your energy very intensely. Mm. I feel like I should go. That's the mind. That's the mind. I want to. I don't want to. <laughs> then stay there for another minute. Is the intensity the same from over there as it is for one receiving? No, I don't feel it at all. And yet it must be part of the pull that's... <coughs> you said that's pulling you back here. Mm. <coughs> Let's say that another way. You say that, you know, that part of you is always connected to that, that void. Or that yeah, whatever. it's like that's where I really am. Yeah. So I that, am the void. The... So that's your experience, and maybe, but that's part of the 
presumably the field and the intensity is part of that. I think so. I think so. I think because because the self-referencing mechanism isn't there, there isn't something to dilute, to dilute the absolute. You know? Yeah. Mm. The absolute is, is, is everything, but it tends to be distorted by all these filters and layers and beliefs and desires and <coughs> all that busyness tends to dissipate it or dilute it or distract it or something. That's the only explanation I have right now. It's just not so filtered, you know? Yeah. I read you your story of when your filters disappeared. That sounded pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be intense, but I'm kind of intense, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sure. so I just noticed sitting there I've had a bit of a headache which I get occasionally I put it down to doing too much on the computer and you know Mm. but I just noticed then I was you know completely into the the story Wendy was there and then it was like oh no you know pull back and then I just noticed that it completely changed the sensation in my head. Huh. I mean, it's still... How did it change? It's still there. It lessened. It oh, moved it lessened. The, 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 <coughs> the area of, of pain shifted to a more kind of watery feeling. Huh. The back. When you brought your attention inward. When, I when you pulled back. Inward. Yeah. I just wanted to... Well, now isn't that you did a good teacher. <laughs> Huh. That's a good signal for you, huh? Mm. So that's good. I only get it about once every six weeks. So all the rest of the time, no. <laughs> <laughs> so wouldn't it be that interesting when you're like working on the computer and if mm. the headache, if there's an awareness of the headache, it's like, okay, let's pull my attention back and see if functioning can still happen, see if I can still mm. do this work. You know, and to play with that, and you'll find, of course, you'll be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, is it about posture? Is it about a because it just it doesn't it does like every it is like every four six weeks every now and again. Mm. Do you know? And it's it's always seems to start from tensionally. I yeah, mean, is it a sure. physiological sure. thing, or is it a? It, there's probably layers to it because, and it's the chicken and an egg, you know. Mm. But if it's showing you that when you pull your attention inwards, for sure, we're more relaxed. Mm. You know, you can be up to high dough on the outside, but really relaxed on the inside. Mm. You can really, you know, it's like if you're giving out to the kids and it's like, you're really taking it so seriously, but actually you're giggling away at the back. You know that kind of thing, okay? So we can play at at being really engaged with life, but actually you're really pulling back at the back, Mm. behind, okay? So, so when, when, oh, where's my train of thought? Hold on, it's coming, it's coming. 
Yeah, so it's more natural to be resting in the absolute. So there will be less physiological tension mm. when you're in the absolute. Do you know? Mm. Because it's just the natural state. So the body will just ooh, come down a bit, unless it's kind of got a habit of, of being tense, you know, and associates it with posture or something. That's another layer. Mm. But generally, your body's going to relax the more that your perspective pulls back. So the shoulders will relax then, the neck will relax then. Mm. Be good to start with that. And then you discover, okay, there's still pain someplace. It's like, okay, but now, now it might be physiological, but hey, it would be a great, a great reminder to like, I can definitely lessen the pain by shifting my energy back. I'm too invested here. Pull mm. back, pull back. Stay inside. And of course, as soon as I start trying to see if it's there or not, it's like, it, it comes back. It comes back. It's like that's going out. That's right. To, to like investigate that's it right. from that place too. That's right. That's right. Mm. And when we pull back, there's less labelling. I have a headache, it feels like this. It's like yeah. the labelling is actually less because we're more inside. The outside world isn't quite so uh, vibrant. Mm. You know, it's just, it just mutes a little bit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, so the actual physiological headache will mute a little bit simply because your labelling mechanism mm. is less. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had, I've kind of, you know, it comes every now and again, so I can play with it. Yes. Do you know? And I've, I've disappeared. I've disappeared it on a okay. couple of times. Just, uh -huh. Well, yeah, a couple of times through the questioning of, of who has the headache and. Yes. And then, of course, like succeeding with that. That's the voice that comes in. I got rid of it. Ah, okay. And then as soon as that's there, it's like, forget it. It's there again. It comes up again. I can't do it again. Fantastic. Like, from that place. Fantastic. Do you know, and it feels... The ownership. Yeah. And it feels like that from so many, do you know, whatevers that appear. And then the eye comes in, and it, and, and it just feels like it's a... It, it feels like it makes it like I can never go back there again yes. because it's just so right. Okay, yeah, you know, yes. I saw this, and then it's like, oh, yeah, off. do you know? That's right. It's like ah, oh, I see you again, trying to yeah. own something. Yeah, yeah. You know, just pull back again. Just yeah. It's almost like, well, as it's the eyes and feeling. No, no, you've got to find a different pattern. You've got to find a different, slightly different route into it, or a different route will appear, and then the eye comes in, and then of course it's the eye that wants to get back there, it does, doesn't it? It does, and it, it does. It can't. So. No, it's it's, it's playing like, full on. Then it's yeah. got a desire, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, drop the desire, yeah. drop the desire, and the eye doesn't have much to say if it doesn't have a desire running, you know. Mm. So it's easier sometimes to drop the desire, and the eye falls with it. Whereas if you try and drop the eye. The eye is yeah, dropping yeah, the eye yeah, yeah, yeah. because there's a desire running. You see? Mm. Yeah. That'll make it stronger and you'll just be in a fight with yourself. Mm. Yeah. You know? So if you go after the desire, okay, it's very effective. So the eye will want the headache to go. The eye will want to control mm. something. It's like, ha, huh, drop the desire. It is how it is. Drop the desire. 
and the ice fades, literally just deflated. feel like I need glasses when I look at you. Mm. I don't know what happens, but I don't know. <laughs> Everything just goes out of focus and over here and it's weird. We've got a bed then after this, okay? <laughs> I'm just interested in this pulling back. Mm. Is that what you would call the natural state, or what, what is the pulling back about? Mm. Um, techniques that are about the end game, like self-inquiry, they, they feel physiologically like there's a movement up and back inside your head. And there is, there is actually something going on physiologically inside and it's a neurological rewiring. So I'm drawing people's attention to it because it's a good way to know when you are withdrawing from the world. You can feel it in your head. The natural state is is that state of stillness that operates in the world when identification isn't running. That there is kind of a still, a calm, a peaceness, an un uh, peaceness, uh, peace, an unchanging stillness mm -hmm. inside. That's the natural state. That's what's natural. The rest of it is drama that we've made up. So when we're not in drama, we might be in natural state. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Check to see if there's just that still okayness inside can that be joyful as well mm -hmm. it's like joy arises from it from it yeah but it's but there is something that it's always there actually it's always there mm -hmm. and it's not dependent on on anything mm -hmm. it's just that our attention goes into the drama if if we're completely identified with it we've you, you can't pick it up mm -hmm. it's there all the time mm -hmm. and 
you know, I know Ramana Maharshi used to say, just rest in the natural state, be in the natural state. That's what he used to point to quite often, just be there. You know, in that pull back, pull in, and that. And it feels like it's in your belly or something, the natural state, you know. But physiologically, when we withdraw our attention from the drama, you can f- it feels like you're going up and back in your head. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that feeling in your head, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But some people do. So the natural state is more a gut thing. God. A gut, G-U-T. Oh, inner gut. gut uh-huh. Inner inner belly kind of state. It, it's a state of mind, you know. I, I suppose it is. A, mm, that's a bit dangerous now. Mm. No, it is a state of mind, but it doesn't come and go like the other states of mind. It's the substratum state of, state of mind, you know. It's down there. Yeah. It's it's there. What's always there, and then the filters come and go, and so it's like this. Yeah, the backdrop of everything. The backdrop, exactly. So when we're saying, "I'm not in the body," but uh, how do we say this? Like, yeah, the backdrop of everything, and everything else happens in it. Yes. So yes. that awareness, that the body, that all yes. things happen in it. Yes. You can say this. You can say this. Because when you were starting to talk, you were talking about dropping home or, you know, going yeah. inside. Is, yeah. is, is that the same thing? That's the natural state. Because, like, just with your words, somehow I just got this lovely oh, home, you know? Yeah. As if, like, everything was dropping away that feels yes. like she has to be something, you yes. know? This yes. character has to be. Yes. This, that, and the other. Yes. Sure, she doesn't at all. <laughs> it's it's just, just lovely. Yeah. It's there all the time, you know. Yeah. But from where I am now, I feel like some things might be more helpful pointers to actually remind myself, well, go home, or, you know. Yes. Because that state of, of Barbara inside, it can change, you know, a, a, depending on what lens I use or what thoughts I use. Because mm-hmm. I'm... I'm not really sure who the character is or who Barbara is or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I guess but that home thing about not having to be anything to anybody, that was just very nice. Yes. And you don't have to be, the rest is just a That's part of the lens, the yes, condition. It is, it is. Okay. And it doesn't take as much attention as you think it does. It doesn't require the amount of attention that you mm-hmm. think it does. Mm-hmm. So it's actually the undoing of... Yes, it's the undoing. The undoing. It's a great undoing. Yeah. It's because I was trying to find a platform also for me to rest in here. When the mind gets restless and says, oh, this is boring, or this, oh my God, how much more? And kind of to yes. find a place where can I rest safely, and, you yes. know, kind of that... Yes. It's like, oh, go home again, go home again. Come down, rest. Mm. And the body will rest. You can see your shoulders are dropping, you know, it's like, ah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and even if you have to use the body, okay, I'll find it, I'll just relax the body first and see if everything will settle, mm-hmm. you know. And sure, of course it does. Mm-hmm. It's the most natural thing in the world. Because the way my system is wired, I think sometimes it's, it's more highly wired than others. For instance, I was watching a movie the other day 
And each time the villain comes up or this, the, the music comes, like my body goes in contraction. Like, mm. And I could tell myself, well, okay, just feel the body. It's just a movie. Mm. You're not in danger. Mm. It was hard. I couldn't mm. actually separate myself from this mm. contraction. It was mm. just the body was just... Gosh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So I have enough awareness to know, okay, let's just feel the body, feel the chair, see the television. Yes. But I still couldn't disengage. Yeah, yeah. Then it would be good to go into another room and I'd, unwind yourself. Yeah. I'd, just un disconnect from it. Yeah. Just disconnect that. And see if you can be objective about the TV. And if you can't, go out again. Yeah. Go out again. But even now I feel like I'm shaking a little bit because I'm visible and, you know, I'm... Yes. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> so can you find the, that home behind it? beneath it and let the shaking happen on the surface you know like 10% of your attention could be on the the performance yes yes you know and the 90% can be at home but the body is still that's okay give it less attention uh-huh. it's like it's acknowledged it's jittering it's nervous it's fine that's the body but actually I'm hanging out down here yeah so and and the habit will be to, to yeah. go into the body and to actually yeah. build on that tension. But actually, you have an option. Because if I give myself permission to just be home, yes. I don't have to be made up, I don't have to be beautiful or yes. intelligent or yes. anything. Yes, <laughs> or anything. Yes, these are just ideas of what we think it takes to be accepted. And it's like garbage. It's garbage. It's garbage. Like when you said to Rodney, you know, the the macro and the the micro, we're neither. Like there was this sense, oh God, yes. Yes. None of it. None of it. None of it. Let's be none of it. None of it. Yeah. You are none of it. Yeah. It's a relief. <laughs> yeah. And something in your system knows it, otherwise it would contract with it, you know? Mm. But it's actually mm. relief. It is, because... To be without any phenomenal it's, identity. It's so tiring. Yeah, completely. You're inside out, you know? Yeah. Pretending to be what you're not. Oh my yeah. God, it's a tough game, that. No more than 10% to go into the phenomenal Barbara, right? Okay. No more. No more. Okay. So just loads of permission. Yeah. Just like, no, I'm going home. I'm going home. I'm home. Yeah. Okay, great. Settle in there and just, and practice having a tiny little bit driving home this evening. Mm. Or, I don't mm. know if you're staying or not, but yeah. like just, just tiny little bit to move from this chair to that chair. Tiny little bit, just what's needed, but keep your attention inside. You know, and, you know, before long, it's just like, oh, my God, this is so natural. This is just so natural to, like, let the outside world manage itself. My system knows what to do. I, am, I don't care. I'm kind of at home behind all of it, you know. You know? So everything actually knows what to do. Yes. Everyone, no? Yes. But you see, the mind comes in and imagine, imagines that it's making it all happen. Yeah. It's baloney. It's rubbish. Still shaking, but yes. But maybe that's a release. It's fine. It doesn't matter what it is. It's, the more you 
go into it, the bigger, oh. more attention it's going to get, you see? Okay. <laughs> you see? So it'll come out that way then. Your okay. attention will be back out on it then. Okay. To, you see? Yeah. Uh, okay. 90% inside. Yeah. <laughs> okay, folks. Let's call it a night, huh? Thank you for hanging out. Thank you.